Hello, and welcome to Soothing Pod's Sleep Stories. My name is Arif, and tonight I will be your guide through the mystical and ancient world of Greek mythology. We will delve into the lives of the enchanting Greek nymphs, the guardians of nature's most beautiful realms. From echoing mountains to serene waters, join me as we unravel tales of love, transformation, and the timeless dance of the natural world. Before we begin our tale, let's take time to relax and let go of the stresses of the day. Close your eyes and take a deep, calming breath. Feel the weight of the world gently lift off your shoulders. In this moment, there are no deadlines, no demands, only the present and the peaceful sound of my voice guiding you. Allow yourself to relax completely surrendering to the comfort of your surroundings. Now, imagine your body becoming lighter, your spirit taking on a new form. You are no longer bound by the constraints of being human. You have transformed into a magnificent bird, graced with wide, powerful wings, and the gift of flight. With this newfound freedom, let your wings unfold and feel the rush of air under them. You are on a cliffside in Greece, overlooking the azure sea. The sun is radiant in the sky casting a warm, golden light over the ancient land. As you leap into the air, you feel the exhilaration of flight. The wind is your ally, lifting and carrying you effortlessly. Below you, the Greek landscape unfolds like a living tapestry. Olive groves and vineyards stretch out in neat rows, their vibrant greens and purples a feast for the eyes. You glide over the small, whitewashed villages, their houses clustered together like delicate seashells. The blue domes of the churches reflect the sky creating a harmony of color. As you soar higher, you witness the contrast of the rugged mountains against the smooth, rolling hills. The ancient ruins of temples and amphitheaters appear, whispering tales of history and mythology. Imagine the stories they could tell the secrets they guard within their time-worn stones. As
as you fly along the coastline, the sea sparkles beneath you, a brilliant blue that merges with the horizon. Feel the warmth of the sun on your back, its energy infusing your wings with strength. Let yourself glide over the small islands scattered like jewels in the sea. Each one has its own unique landscape, from lush forests to serene beaches where the waves gently kiss the shore. In this form, you are free from all earthly concerns. Your heart beats in sync with the natural world, and a sense of profound peace envelops you. The beauty of Greece, seen from the sky, fills your soul with awe and gratitude. And now, let us choose a branch to land upon and see what stories the Greek islands have for us tonight. In the time of ancient Greece, where gods and mortals walked the same earth, there lived beings of enchanting beauty, the Greek nymphs. Nymphs are mythological spirits of nature, often depicted as beautiful maidens. And in our stories today, we explore the enchanting tales of mountain nymphs, sea nymphs, tree nymphs, water nymphs, and flower nymphs. These ethereal creatures, daughters of the gods and guardians of nature, danced through forests, rivers, mountains, and seas. They weaved their magic into the very fabric of the ancient world. But nymphs were not just mere inhabitants of the natural world. They were its soul. Each rustle of leaves, each babbling brook, and each whisper of the wind bore the touch of these divine maidens. Their stories, intertwined with heroes, gods, and the very elements themselves, form a tapestry rich with love and tragedy. As night falls and the stars begin to twinkle, let us embark on a journey through these ancient tales. Let your imagination soar on the wings of these stories, and allow yourself to be transported to a world where the impossible becomes possible, and where every tree, river, and mountain holds a story. High above the valleys, where the air whispers secrets to the clouds, 
the mountain nymphs dwell. The Oreads, as they're called in Greek, grace the rocky highlands with their presence, tending to the rugged landscapes and wild creatures that make the mountains their home. Among these divine beings was an Oread named Echo. Legend has it that her voice was as beautiful as the mountain bird song. She was a gifted talker too, knowing the language of humans, gods, winds, and streams. Humans and gods alike would talk with Echo for hours at a time, enchanted by her stories. That was until a curse struck her down. Hera, the queen of the gods, bound Echo's voice to only repeat the last words spoken to her. A punishment Hera imposed out of jealousy and suspicion, believing Echo had been distracting her with long conversations to cover the infidelities of Zeus, Hera's husband. In the shadow of this curse, Echo encountered Narcissus, a young man of such extraordinary beauty that he loved none other but himself. Echo, quite enamored with the man, decided she would seduce him with her stories. But alas, her curse allowed her only to echo his own words. Narcissus, finding Echo dull, spurned her affections. She was heartbroken. So deep was Echo's despair that she withdrew from the world, her body fading away until only her voice remained, forever echoing through the mountains and valleys. This Echo, a whisper of unrequited love and eternal longing, can still be heard by those who listen closely to the mountain's breath. Next, we leave the mountains behind and head towards the oceans, where the sea nymphs play amongst the waves. Better known as Nereids in Greek mythology, these graceful daughters of the sea god glide through the ocean depths, guarding the vast and mysterious waters. Their songs blend with the sound of the sea, and their stories are as deep and fathomless as the oceans they inhabit. Among these captivating beings was Calypso, a beautiful young Nereid. On the hidden island of Ogygia, shrouded in the mists of enchantment, Calypso lived alone. It was on this very island that the famed Greek hero 
Odysseus found himself a castaway. Weary from his long journey, Odysseus nursed back to health by Calypso. The sea nymph, enamored by the mortal, offered him a tantalizing promise, immortality. The catch, for there is always a catch, was that he could never return home to his family. For all the beauty and immortality Calypso offered, Odysseus's heart yearned for his homeland and his beloved wife. Despite seven long years on Calypso's island, where time seemed to stand still, his desire to return home never waned. He begged Calypso to let him go, but she would not relent. At night, Odysseus would pray to the gods for help, and at last, after years of silent pleas, his prayers were answered. The gods commanded Calypso to release him, and though her heart was heavy with sorrow, she obeyed. She helped Odysseus build a raft, giving him provisions for his journey, and watched as he sailed away from her island, a speck on the vast canvas of the sea. The bittersweet farewell reminds us that true love is selfless. Like Odysseus said goodbye to Calypso, we too must say goodbye to the ocean and head towards the tranquil embrace of the forests and woodlands. Here, in the dappled sunlight, ancient secrets are whispered among the trees, and the rustling leaves carry tales from times long past. This is the realm of the tree nymphs, or dryads. Each dryad is intimately bound to a tree, their essence intertwined with its life. They are the nurturing soul of the forest, caretakers who ensure every branch and root flourishes under their watchful eyes. In their presence, the forest becomes a place of beauty and tranquility, alive with a timeless dance that only nature can choreograph. Among the graceful beings of the woodland was Daphne, a nymph whose beauty was unparalleled. Although she had many suitors, Daphne was not interested in pursuing a life of love. You see, she had pledged herself to a life of celibacy. However, fate intervened when Apollo, the god of the sun and music, was captivated by her beauty. 
Apollo, smitten and driven by a fiery passion, aggressively pursued Daphne. But Daphne, bound to her vow of chastity, resisted his advances. In Daphne's desperate attempt to escape Apollo's romantic pursuit, she turned to her father, Pinios, a Thessalian river god, for help. At this moment of utmost need, her father responded the only way he could, by transforming Daphne into a laurel tree. Her flesh turned to bark and her hair to leaves, rooting her forever to the earth she cherished. Apollo, arriving to find Daphne transformed, was stricken with grief. In his sorrow and admiration, he honored her memory by declaring the laurel his sacred plant. He used its leaves to create wreaths that crowned heroes and poets, thus immortalizing the beautiful nymph. Another story about dryads and their music-loving suitors is the tale of Eurydice and Orpheus. Eurydice was a dryad of incredible beauty, as many of them are. Orpheus was her lover, and the greatest musician of the ancient world. Their love for one another was a melody composed by the heavens, a harmony that resonated through the forests and valleys. However, as with many tales woven by the fates, their happiness was not to last. Tragedy struck when Eurydice, fleeing from an unwanted suitor, was bitten by a venomous serpent. Her life, as delicate as the petals of a forest flower, slipped away, leaving Orpheus in a chasm of despair. In his grief, he silenced the birds and made the rivers weep. Refusing to accept her loss, Orpheus journeyed to the very gates of the underworld, his lyre in hand, his music, so mournful and beautiful, softened the hearts of Hades and Persephone, the rulers of the dead. They agreed to allow Eurydice to return to the world of the living, but under one condition. Orpheus must not look back at her until they reached the surface. With hope in his heart, Orpheus began the ascent. But as they neared the threshold of the living world, doubt crept in. In a moment of human frailty, he turned to look at Eurydice, 
only to see her vanish back into the shadows of the underworld, lost to him forever. To fully experience the tale of Eurydice and Orpheus, and the tale of Echo and Narcissus, you can find the complete story on the Soothing Pod app, podcast, and YouTube channel. As the tale of Orpheus and Eurydice fades, our journey through the mystical world of Greek nymphs takes us from the shadows of lost love to the life-giving realms of the water nymphs. Water nymphs are known as naiads in Greek mythology. These guardians of fresh waters bring life and nourishment to the lands, their essence intertwined with the rippling streams and tranquil pools. Among these graceful spirits was Salmasus. Her story is unique, a tale that blurs the lines between love and identity, desire and destiny. Salmasus's gaze one day fell upon Hermaphroditus, the son of Hermes and Aphrodite, whose beauty was a perfect blend of his divine parents. Salmasus was captivated, her heart overwhelmed with a love so intense it consumed her very being. She expressed her love to Hermaphroditus, but he, young and uninterested in her affections, gently rejected her advances. Undeterred and driven by a love that knew no bounds, Salmasus prayed to the gods for a union that could never be undone. As Hermaphroditus bathed in Salmasus's lake, she reached up to embrace him. The gods decided now was the time to answer Salmasus's prayers, and they performed a miraculous transformation. The bodies of Salmasus and Hermaphroditus fused together. The result was a being of both male and female characteristics, a symbol of unity, the complexity of love, and the fluidity of gender. This union, blessed and cursed by the gods, gave rise to the term hermaphrodite, reflecting a blend of masculine and feminine traits. As the story of Salmasus and Hermaphroditus ripples through the realms of water nymphs, another tale of love and metamorphosis emerges. This is the story of Arethusa. As a nymph, Arethusa was the embodiment of nature's grace. Her days were spent roaming the verdant forests, 
and meandering through the fields, her laughter mingling with the rustling leaves and chirping birds. Her connection to the natural world was profound and sacred, a bond that filled her existence with peace and contentment. She was a guardian of nature's purity, a role she cherished deeply. One fateful day, as she bathed in a secluded, crystal-clear spring, her tranquility was disrupted by the presence of Alpheus, the river god of the Peloponnese. Alpheus, known for his mighty river that coursed with strength and determination, beheld Arethusa and was instantly smitten. His heart surged with a desire to claim her affection. Arethusa, upon sensing his gaze, felt a wave of apprehension. She had always reveled in her independence and her devotion to the natural world. The idea of being pursued, especially by a god with a will as forceful as Alpheus's, was both daunting and unsettling. Despite her attempts to elude him, Alpheus's pursuit was relentless. He followed her through the forests, his presence an ever-persistent shadow. In her heart, she knew she could not yield to Alpheus, for doing so would mean forsaking her autonomy and the life she held dear. In her moment of greatest need, Arethusa called out to Artemis, the goddess of the hunt and protector of women. Artemis, hearing the sincere plea of her devoted follower, decided to intervene. With a touch as gentle as a moonbeam, she transformed Arethusa into a stream. Her body dissolved into water, becoming part of the very element she had always cherished. Arethusa's transformation, however, did not deter Alpheus. His love for her transcended her new form. In a display of both admiration and longing, he transformed himself into a river, merging his waters with hers. The confluence was a symbol of his unyielding affection, a union that he sought even in the face of her transformation. Arethusa, now a stream, found herself intertwined with Alpheus. In this new existence, she realized that their fates were irrevocably entwined. Though she had sought to escape, she now flowed alongside him, their waters mingling in a dance of destiny.
yet, even as a stream, Arethusa retained her essence. She became a symbol of resilience and adaptation, her spirit flowing through the landscape, nourishing the earth and giving life to the surrounding nature. She continued to play her role as a nurturer, her waters a source of sustenance and beauty. The story of Arethusa and Alpheus is more than a tale of pursuit and transformation. It is a story that speaks to the enduring power of love and the unanticipated path it can take. In many of the stories we have explored today, the nymphs are being pursued by amorous gods and humans. In this tale, it is the nymph who is pursuing the human. Hylas, a young companion of the legendary hero Heracles, was renowned not only for his companionship to the mighty demigod, but also for his striking beauty. Some say that his beauty rivaled that of the gods themselves. Hylas's journey with Heracles was one filled with adventure and the pursuit of glory. Despite the perils and challenges they faced, Hylas's youth and beauty remained undimmed, like a delicate flower thriving in the wildest of terrains. As their travels brought them to the land of Mesia, the companions found themselves beside a crystal clear spring. Weary from their arduous travels, the men decided to stop for a rest. Heracles, preoccupied with cleaning his sword, asked Hylas to fetch water from the spring. Oblivious to the fate that awaited him, Hylas approached the water, his reflection shimmering on its tranquil surface. Unbeknownst to Hylas, the spring was the dwelling of the Naiads. From below the surface of the water they watched him, quite falling in love with his beauty. As Hylas leaned over the spring to fill his vessel, the Naiads, overcome by their desire, reached out from the depths and pulled Hylas under. Heracles, upon realizing Hylas's absence, embarked on a frantic search. His calls for Hylas echoed through the forests and valleys. Hylas was nowhere to be found. The Naiads, in their longing, had claimed him as their own a treasure they were unwilling to part with. Hylas, now in the embrace of the Naiads, 
found himself in an ethereal world beneath the waters. The realm of the Naiads was a place of otherworldly beauty, a kingdom of serene waters and shimmering light. Yet, for all its beauty, it was a world apart from the one he knew, a realm where his destiny was no longer his to command. The story of Hylas and the Naiads is a story that speaks to the complexity of love, its ability to captivate and to confine, to elevate and to ensnare. The story of Hylas, lost to the Naiads' embrace, gives way to another tale of pursuit and transformation within the realm of water nymphs. This time, it is the story of Syrinx, a nymph whose fate intertwined with that of Pan, the god of the wild. Syrinx, like most nymphs, had taken a vow of celibacy, devoting their whole existence to nature and its creatures. Unfortunately, her beauty caught the eye of Pan. Enchanted by her, Pan pursued Syrinx through the verdant. In her flight, Syrinx reached the river's edge, her path barred by the relentless flow of water. With Pan closing in and no escape in sight, she called upon the river gods for aid. Hearing her plea, they transformed her into a cluster of reeds at the water's edge, her form forever altered to evade Pan's pursuit. As Pan reached the spot where he had last seen Syrinx, he found only the whispering reeds. In his sigh of frustration and longing, the wind coursed through the reeds, creating a haunting, melancholic melody. Moved by this sound and the memory of Syrinx, Pan cut a few of these reeds and fashioned them into an instrument, the Pan Pipes. As Pan held the newly fashioned Pan Pipes, he understood that her essence could never truly be captured or claimed. Each note played on the Pan Pipes was a way to keep the memory of Syrinx alive not as a possession, but as a revered part of the natural world he so dearly loved. Now we drift through the melodious reeds of Syrinx to the fragrant realm of flower and plant nymphs. These nymphs, known as Anthuse, embody the essence of flowers and plants their lives a celebration of nature's most vibrant 
and delicate creations. They dance in meadows, tend to the blossoming fields and whisper to each petal and leaf. In this blossoming world lived Lotus. Her story, like those before her, is one of pursuit and transformation. Her days were spent in the lush meadows and along the banks of gentle streams, her presence a soothing balm to the flora and fauna that flourished around her. She was a guardian of nature's serenity, a role she cherished, embodying the tranquility and beauty of the wilderness. Her life, however, was to take an unexpected turn when Priapus, a deity known for his unbridled desires and crude intentions, set his eyes upon her. Priapus, with his untamed passions, was a stark contrast to the refined and gentle Lotus. His sudden desire for her was as jarring to Lotus as it was unwelcome. Determined to protect her independence and purity, Lotus sought to evade Priapus. She moved through the forests and across the fields with grace, hoping to lose him amidst the vastness of nature. Priapus, however, blinded by his desire, was relentless. As the chase continued, Lotus called upon the deities, her voice a whisper carried by the wind, pleading for salvation from her pursuer. Her plea was heard by the gods, who, moved by her plight, decided to intervene in the only way they knew would protect her. In a moment of divine transformation, Lotus's form began to change. Where once stood a nymph, now blossomed a lotus flower. Priapus gazed down at the lotus flower, its petals gently swaying in the breeze. His pursuit had not only been futile, but had also led to the loss of the very beauty he had sought to possess. The story of Lotus is a metaphor for the strength and resilience of the spirit in the face of adversity. It reflects the complexities of desire and the right of every being to autonomy and respect. In the gentle sway of the lotus flowers, and the serene ponds they adorn. Her story lives on, a reminder that you are the master of your destiny, capable of blossoming in tranquility, even amidst the most turbulent waters. 
as our journey through the enchanting realm of Greek nymphs comes to a close, we find ourselves enveloped in a tapestry woven with tales of love, transformation, and the eternal dance of nature. From the lofty peaks inhabited by Echo, to the serene waters that cradled Salmasis, each story has revealed a facet of the mystical bond between these divine beings and the natural world. We traveled through forests with Daphne and Eurydice, felt the longing of Calypso's oceanic heart, and heard the haunting melodies of Syrinx's reeds. We witnessed the tender embrace of Arethusa's stream and the profound beauty in Lotus's transformation. Each tale, a thread in the rich mosaic of mythology, has offered us glimpses into the lives of these ethereal nymphs, their joys and sorrows echoing through time. As we bid farewell to these ancient forests, mountains, rivers, and meadows, let us carry with us the magic and wisdom of these stories. May the echoes of the nymph's tales inspire us to find harmony with the natural world and remind us of the delicate balance between humanity and the earth we call home. I hope you have enjoyed these stories and they have brought you a night of peaceful, restful sleep. Please join me again tomorrow night for another sleep story. Until then, sweet 